the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, good afternoon, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock, my name is Mark Salem. Sitting here next to me is my wife, who uh, has assigned herself the responsibility of keeping track to me, of, to me today. <laughs> yeah, you're not doing very good so far. <laughs> I come in and you're not even ready. <laughs> you had all morning. What you been doing? You know, you're right. You're right. I've been writing a report on that uh, golf cart case. Oh, okay. But um, what she's talking about is she walked into the studio and we're about 30 seconds from showtime and she says, where's your show sheet, <laughs> which is what I'm supposed to say and do throughout the show. And I said, you know what? I don't know where it's at so she grabbed my <laughs> car keys and went out to my truck which is where it was at was it on behind my seat it was on the clipboard okay yes. good all right the lines are wide open 602-508-0960 602-508-0960 if you'd like to join us here's another way we're going to try this this way i don't know if it's going to work or not but we're going to try it if you want to email me a question what i need is your make and model mileage and then the question and give me your name so i can address you now, I already had an email just a minute ago from someone, but it's it's kind of a long, drawn-out email, and um, it's from Chris. So, Chris, if you want to call us, 602-508-0960, we can talk about, um, and, and what he started out with is, is, do I keep it or do I sell it? And, uh, and maybe we can sell it for you, <laughs> and, and if you want to. Oh, well then, you know, let's pop him right back up. <laughs> Christopher's on hold. Gil says, we got him now. Christopher, how are you this morning? I am well, sir. Thank you. Um, so you want to sell it or keep it, but you're not sure. I'd love to keep it forever, but I'm sure that at some point I'm looking at a big repair, and I've never done much of anything to it other than maintenance. Never had catalytic converter, alternator, starter, uh, nothing I've ever needed like that. So it's been a good truck, but timing chain and things I'm worried about. Okay. I don't know that I'd worry about the timing chain. Um, I, I, but here's the deal. You've already driven it for 136,000 miles. Yeah. And you haven't had a lot of the costs other people would normally have. Have, have you done major air conditioning work? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm on my second one now that's broken, but uh, that's a long story in okay. itself. All right. So the things that we're seeing between, let's call it 150,000 miles, we've done major air conditioning, maybe maybe twice, but once for sure. We've yeah. certainly done at least one alternator, one starter. Nope. Oh, you mean in, in, in your usual uh, encounters with the vehicle with this high mileage, yes. Yeah. I'm sorry, are you there? Hello, Christopher, are you still there? Yes, I am, sir. Uh, Christopher, uh, uh, Mark is um, having a little technical issue. Hold on one second. and sure. uh, Tell us more about your vehicle. Okay. 
Now, tell us more about why you want to keep your vehicle. Well, because I love it. It's got great pickup, handles like a sports car. I use it every day. I have to use it for my work, and it's never, ever let me down in any way. But, you know, it's going to be a bad uh, scene with money. I don't want a payment. So, I, you know, what, where can I put money now to best elongate its life, I guess, is my question. Now, did you buy the car originally? Yeah, it's 7,000 miles. You bought it at 7,000? Yeah, it had 7,000 when I bought it. How how old ago was this? Uh, I bought it in 2008 to 2007. Oh, very nice. Uh, uh, tell us um, why you want to... Um, um, uh, tell us a little bit more, please, uh, about this well, vehicle. I've uh, never had a starter or a you know, water pump, uh, catalytic converter, shocks, starter. Never needed any of that. And I'm thinking at some point the next repair will be a huge one. I understand the 5.4s have problems with timing and things like that. And um, so I want to see where would I best put my couple thousand, three thousand dollars if I wanted to keep it forever or as long as I possibly could. I worry about compression. It doesn't use any fluid. Runs great. Just great pickup. I can't say anything bad about it, but it's going to die, you know, like me, <laughs> within a short time. Maybe. I think we got Mark back. Hold on, sir. Sure. Hey, um, Christopher, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, I was hearing you guys perfectly. I was listening to the whole show, and Gil, I had both my ring and my ready lights on, but, but for whatever reason, we just uh, you lost our mics. But, Christopher, I do have an answer for you. Great. It, it's not going to hurt you to keep this because it hasn't cost you anything over the first 136,000 miles. You haven't done a lot. But if you have to pay for that in the future, really you can amortize those costs over 136,000 miles. So right. in reality, you're in pretty good shape. Now, if you want to get a new truck, the thing's going to be 10 years old next year. At yeah. 136,000 miles, you haven't put an excessive amount of miles on there, so someone will still be interested in your Super Duty, uh, Super Crew, F-150, uh, FX4, 2007 truck. I mean, it's still there. What should you do now? You shouldn't do anything because if you don't need a starter now or an alternator or shocks or a catalytic converter or an injectors or coils. Now, the spark plugs, I think you need to do now. I, I think you need 60. to do the spark plugs. Say that again. I did those at 60, but I haven't done them since. Oh, that's good news. Uh, Christopher, uh, continue that uh, last thought as uh, we try to get Mark back. Yeah, I've done the plugs of 60,000. I should probably do them again. But I'm thinking, should I, uh, you know, time and chain, um, the VTC, the problems they have with the 5.4 is with the uh, variable, uh, whatever that sprocket is that uh, moves back and forth. Um, and if it breaks, I understand it's an interference engine, and I really put lots of miles on it, and I drive it real hard. I wouldn't want nothing to snap, and then I'd be in big trouble. Well, the variable valve timing is what you're talking about. Correct. And uh, usually there are signs um, that, that show up, symptoms that show up before that happens. And I want to tell you, I've not seen one of those at all. I've heard a lot of talk about variable valve timing, and I've heard a lot of talk about bent valves. But, you know, I, I see a lot of cars every year, between eight and 10,000 cars a year, and I've never seen one of those yet. 
So I think your risk is pretty small when it comes to those kinds of issues. Of course, no one can tell you what's going to you know, happen in the future. Right. But but you're worried about a whole lot of things that, that I wouldn't be worried about. I mean, you know what, Christopher, if you want to take my kids to Disneyland and, and, and my grandkids to Disneyland in California, you can take that truck. I'm not going to worry about it. Should I worry about compression before I do anything? I mean, is there a way for them to test that cheaply? Because I know the plugs are a bear to get out without breaking. Yes, but why? Because if if the engine idles as smooth as glass, cold mm-hmm. as well as hot, then there is no compression problem, period. Yeah, yeah. And if you're not consuming any oil and you're passing emissions and the check engine light's not on, you're wasting your money. Um, how much can you expect Alrighty, Christopher. F-150? Can I expect 100 usually? I mean, I've gotten most of 160, most of my old trucks, but... Um, you can expect, here's the deal, that motor's going to die. 99% of the motors we replace um, have been damaged by the driver, either driving them overheated or driving them without oil. And the overheat's the big one by far. We fix very few v- engines. We replace very few engines that have just worn out. But the worn out ones start using oil, then they start fouling spark plugs, and then they go to motor heaven. So you're going to have plenty of warning when that d- engine decides to fail. Well, I still think that you should put, if you're going to keep it, put spark plugs in it. If you're not going to keep it, then sell it. Just tell them what you've told me. Right. So you're going to ask for middle book somewhere. You're not going to ask for low. You're not going to ask for high. But I don't know what it looks like. If it's pretty cherry, then I'd start at middle and, and work my way towards high or maybe start high and work my way towards the middle. But, but if you're going to f- keep it, put plugs in it. Now, yeah, you should probably pick on some of the fluids. You should pick yeah. up the power steering fluid. You should pick up the brake fluid. You should pick up the transmission fluid. You should pick up the cooling system. If you've not done any of those, those fluids and the spark plugs, make sure the brakes are good next time it has an oil change. Make sure the tires are good. Make sure the belts and hoses look good. That might be an area you want to spend some money on, too, because, again, you've been around the world six times. I get a little uncomfortable with hoses and belts that are more than 80,000 miles or eight years, and you're way past that number. So... If you want to keep it, fluids, belts and hoses, spark plugs, you're done. If you don't want to keep it, sell it to somebody, and maybe they'll do it themselves. All righty, Christopher, I appreciate your call. Thank you very much. Gil, have we got anybody else sitting on the line? We're open and free, Gil says, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. Thank you, Christopher. Thank you for emailing your answer or your question in because that made it a little easy. My email address is Mark at MarkSalem.com, Mark at MarkSalem.com. You can call in at 602-508-0960, or you can send me an email, email and I'll answer your question the very best I can. What's nice about the interchange is, is that I can ask you questions and you can answer them, and that helps me guide you. Just like Christopher, there's a lot of stuff that he doesn't need to worry about. There's other stuff, belts and hoses and fluids, he does need to worry about. So, But, of course, Christopher admits that he hasn't spent any money on this motor in years and years. So um, he hasn't spent any money on maintenance with the exception of spark plugs at 60000 So a lot of that money is still in his pockets. So that's kind of how we work it out. It's If your car were to cost you, I mean, Renee, you, you've heard me say many times to people, if I took over all your maintenance, right. 
then what would you be willing to spend? And the spread has been between what? One and three hundred dollars, right. or something like that. So I, I say to you, listeners, if you want, I'll take over all your maintenance for three hundred dollars a month. For three hundred dollars a month, you'll never pay another dime for maintenance. Not air conditioning, not engine, not transmission, not nothing. But I want to tell you that you're getting the short end of that stick <laughs> because three hundred is thirty six hundred a month or a year. And I'm never going to spend $3,600 a year on the maintenance of your car. Not until it gets older, right? Well, or and, even then, I guess, with a transmission maybe or something like that, but a big one. Well, the, see, the transmission's going to go for three, four, five, six years. Mm-hmm. I still got money for it after right. three, four, thirty-five hundred dollars a year. The motor, if if it's ten grand, I don't care. That's only three years of of returns. That yeah. so air conditioning, a thousand to fifteen hundred dollars. I got that covered in one month, mm-hmm. at three hundred dollars a month. No, you got that covered in five months. Five times three is fifteen hundred. You know what? I, I don't like it when you correct See, me. See, I really have to take care of you, don't I? I was thinking on an annual basis. Well, 1000 to 1500 I got it covered. For a year, yeah. Yeah. You, and I, you just said a, month, a week or a month or something. I'm going to look at the tape because if you're wrong, I'm going to bring it to everybody's attention. Okay. Okay. I was listening to you. Uh, all right. Well, we'll see if, if that's the truth. If anybody wants to stick up for me or you, they'll, they can call us, 602-508-0960. You know, Andy, our daughter, said it was a mistake to put you on the radio. She it said is. you were going to mother me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm correcting you. Oh, I'm correcting you. correcting I understand. I understand. Okay, well, we do have a caller. Let's try this one real quick. What's the matter? we got to take a break. Oh, okay. When we come back, Henry, you stay right there because I'll answer your call. We'll be right back right after this. Hello. I'm Greg May, the proud owner of Phoenix Body Works. I started in 1982 and still love fixing mangled vehicles. I'm proud that for 32 years, my staff has been able to provide the finest collision repair service in the Valley. Industry standards tell us how to fix your car, and we don't fudge that. Leave your worry and stress to us. It's what we do. When you have an accident, remember, the law states that you have the right to choose your collision repair shop. All our estimators and technicians are our car certified. We have all the necessary state-of-the-art equipment to fix your vehicle right. We welcome you to visit Phoenix Body Works anytime, even if you just need a bottle of water, a cup of coffee, a snack, or to use our Wi-Fi. Phoenix Body Works offers free shuttle service, or if you need a rental car, don't sweat it. Enterprise is right next door. At phxbodyworks.com, I will explain the entire collision repair process to you in two minutes. My name is Greg May, and I wrote this message. Arizona is rolling out the voluntary travel ID, which complies with the Federal Real ID Act. You'll need it for air travel and to access federal and military facilities. If there's no rush to get one, your current driver license or ID is good until October 1st, 2020. The cost is $25 and it's valid for eight years. To learn how to get your voluntary travel ID and the documents you'll need, visit azdot.gov slash travel ID. Sponsored by ADOT in partnership with the Arizona Broadcasters Association and this station. Hi, I'm LeVar Burton and I'm proud to be a book person. Every child deserves to have access to books because children who grow up with books invariably do better in life than children who do not. 
how do I choose a book? Is it the cover? Uh, yeah, some, I guess, you know, it's, sometimes it's the cover. Sometimes it's the title. I guess I'm pretty visual, so it's a combination of those two. The first book I remember was Captain's Courageous. When I finished that book, I had become so involved with these characters. So here's the thing. If a book's really, really impressing me and the writing is really, really good, I will peek and see what the last paragraph is. Because the ends, the endings of books, if it's really, really well done, that ending, that last thought should rock you. I am a book person. And if you're a book person, too, read to a child and spark a lifetime of ambition. Join me at bookpeopleunite.org because reading is fundamental. A public service announcement brought to you by Reading is Fundamental, Library of Congress and the Ad Council. Okay, Simon, what are you wearing right now? Nothing. That's right. And what do people normally wear? Clothes. Exactly. So now Mommy's going to teach you how to dress yourself. Clothes keep us warm, they look good, and if we go out without them, the neighbors will talk. So it's important to know how to get dressed. Here's how it's done. Underwear always comes first, name tag at the back, then pants, then shirt. Get the first button in the right hole, or you have to start all over. If you're wearing a tie, it goes over, round, round, through, and pull tight. Tuck your shirt into your pants and zip up your flat. Socks go in first, then shoes right on right, left on left. With shoelaces, just take the ends, cross them over, switch the loops. The rabbit goes down the hole, pull tight, and you're left with bunny ears. I love bunnies. Good to know. Now remember, spots don't go with stripes, socks don't go with sandals, and if you've tucked in your shirt, wear a belt. Got it? Why are your pants on your head? Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. But spending just two minutes twice a day making sure they brush their teeth is easier and could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. For fun two-minute videos to watch while brushing, visit 2min2x.org. That's 2min2x.org. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Miles, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. Welcome back, everybody. 21 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem. Sitting next to me is Renee Salem. We're here at your service. If you'd like to join us, you certainly can. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. This portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by my friend, Tom, who owns Action Auto Repair at I-17 and Deer Valley Road. He's a full-service, family-owned auto repair shop that served the Deer Valley and the North Phoenix area since 1983. Just last week, we sent him a customer, and the customer called us back and said how happy they were with the service they received. Well, Tom is that kind of guy. So he's not going to upsell you. He's just going to fix what needs to be done. He's going to give you an estimate first, and he's going to come in underneath his estimate. He has ASE Master Certified Technicians that know how to diagnose and fix your car right, and that's what he's all about. So he's going to help you make informed decisions, and sometimes that decision is we're not going to fix it. So that's Action Auto Repair at I-17 in Deer Valley in North Phoenix. Let's go to the email where we had, Henry says, I got an 05 Taurus with an airbag light on. only comes on when the passenger seat is empty. When the seat is occupied, the airbag light goes off, but the airbag, the airbag light comes on, but the airbag light goes out I'm thinking he said he said at the beginning that the airbag light comes it comes on when the passenger seat is empty. empty so I would think because the passenger seat is the issue here because that determines whether the airbag light is on or off then I would suspect that the sensor in the passenger seat is the problem so the sensors either shorted, bad, been disconnected, and certainly you can look underneath the back seat with the flat or that seat passenger seat with a flashlight to determine if accidentally someone's pinched one of the wires, or perhaps as the seats move forward and back, where we've cut one of the wires, or perhaps maybe that this becomes unplugged, which typically it doesn't. Now, when you're messing with the airbag, all the connectors are going to be yellow in color, and when you do this, 
anything you do, you're going to want to make sure you pull the negative cable on the battery before you start messing with the airbag. Because if you ignite that airbag, nothing will happen to you except you'll lose about $1,000 because that's how much they are. So if you're working on an airbag system, especially with yellow connections, you want to stay away from that. So Henry, thank you very much for that email. Um, I appreciate it, and thank you for giving, giving us a chance to do it that way. Mark at MarkSalem.com if you want to do the email, and if you want to call us, 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960 is the number. The lines are wide open right now, and Gil is ready to take your call. You know, this week we had a, a car with an oil leak that had been in and in and in for an oil leak, and and it's a friend of mine. And so I decided, rather than let him ride his bike home in the rain, that we just throw it in the back of my truck. So I took him home, mm-hmm. and I, I said, I want to see the oil leak, because we've worked on it three or four times. Right. So we get to his house, and, and him and I have been friends since 20 years ago, because he was the realtor that helped us buy our facility in 1994. Mm-hmm. So we, he, I said, which garage is it? And he goes, right there. And I said, okay, well... Where's the front bumper? Where's the windshield? Where's the tires? I'm trying to, you know, triangulate what's leaking. But I look at the paper, and something's wrong with the paper. It's newspaper. But when I rub it with my fingers and my hands, Mm -hmm. there's no oil on it. It's crunchy. But there's a stain there. Right. But it's crunchy. Okay. So I pick it up, and I smell it, and it doesn't smell like oil. It doesn't smell like anything. So I take it over to the sink, and I run water across it, and the water doesn't beat up. Okay. It's coolant. It's coolant. Okay. So well, why would it be crunchy? That's what threw me off, I guess. Well, I think because when, well, when paper gets wet and then dries, okay. I'm thinking it's more crunchy, but it just felt more crunchy. Okay. But it didn't feel like a piece of paper that had been soaked in oil. Right. Because oil doesn't disappear like coolant. Coolant right. evaporates. And his wife only drives it intermittently and stuff like that. So the possibility exists that we've been working on the wrong thing for <laughs> that a long we time. haven't looked for a coolant leak because we were looking for that oil leak that well, we always tell them we can't find, I think. Well, no, we did do some oil leak work. We did. We yes. did find some, some oil stains, mm-hmm. but he's come back quite a few times, and, I, and, I, and, and he's saying it's oil, it's oil, it's oil. But when I got there... It's that those newspapers didn't have oil on it. As a matter of fact, the driveway, the, the parking area was perfect, except the newspapers were there, and clearly it had coolant. Yeah. So I, I left uh, some a message there for them to, to to pressure test the coolant system overnight to let's see what's leaking. It's a lower hose, it's a water pump, it's a radiator, but it's up front. There's yeah. no question, it's up front. Yeah. He did have that right. Okay. But yeah, a lot of people will come in and tell us where it is, or a lot of people will bring that newspaper or bring that cardboard that they have had under their car so that we can see what the fluid looks like, too. But if they would just tell us where that paper's at, for instance, if they say this oil leak is right even with the middle of the two front tires, right. or if this oil leak is directly below the, f- the bottom part of the windshield, mm-hmm. we would have to hug them for that kind of information. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm not in the hugging mood, but you understand. We would be, we would embrace that would kind of information. It would make our job a little easier. It would make our job. Sure. And the newspaper. If you bring the newspaper with us, I think, well, brake fluid, do you know how we test for brake fluid? No. Um, brake fluid is water-soluble, and it turns white. Mm-hmm. So if you have a newspaper and you run water across it and it's brake fluid, what comes off the newspaper oftentimes will be white and milky. So it's water-soluble. You are so smart. 
you know what? I, I've learned it from all the gray-haired guys that I've surrounded myself with. And speaking of the gray-haired guys, do you know who the gray-haired guys are? Well, yeah, I know some gray-haired guys. No, but... who have coached me, who are responsible for who I am today. Uh, well, I would say Ken Vivian. Oh, no question, Ken but... Vivian. Ken Vivian owned the Shell Station at Broadway and Priest. Mm -hmm. Ken Vivian actually was from my hometown, Douglas, Arizona. Yeah, and uh, you didn't know. Did you know that? At I, the didn't time? Know that. I, I didn't know that. I didn't know that so either. And now Chuck Nide was also part of of me. Chuck was a part of how I was brought up. Is that what happened to you? Well, you know, <laughs> now Ken and Chuck are were best of friends, um, but they would laugh at who was teaching me bad habits exactly. and who was. But I was smart enough to know who the good and the bad was. But that then from that point. Who was the next person that mentored me beyond any any imagination I had? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we had some good like parts people. I was thinking of. Okay, how about Al Kitts? Yeah. Kitts yeah. Automotive. Yeah. Kitts Automotive is no more, mm -hmm. but Al and his brother Alvin mm -hmm. had Kitts Automotive at Baseline and I-10. Yes. And I still remember the day that we we after we had done engine work on this person's car three times. I mean, I was so upside down on that car, I couldn't see it. And every time you got on the freeway, it overheated. It didn't overheat a, a little bit. It overheated like a monster. Okay. So I take it over to Al, and I says, Alan, you really need some help. This is the story. He raises the hood, and he looks, and there's a vacuum switch with three ports. And he switches two of the lines. He shuts the hood, and he goes, there you go, kid. Oh, my gosh. And this is after I had spent at least $3,000 on head gaskets two or three times and machine shop and this and that and a radiator and a water pump. And I mean thermostats galore. I had gone through this car. And actually, we had caused our own problem because we had done work where we screwed up those three hoses. So, I mean, and then, and then Albert, Al, and I used to buy brake pads together. Mm -hmm. And we were so happy that we could buy brake pads 50 cents cheaper than we could independently of one another. Right. And I still remember the D50 pads were the Fords. <laughs> and I remember that. And Alvin was a good guy. And then right. he had all kinds of guys like Virgil that worked for him and Nick. Those were guys that taught us as well. Right. And so from there we went to Guadalupe. And then I learned a lot from Eddie and Jamie and a lot of other guys. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. If you'd like to ask a car question or discuss a car problem or discuss an estimate on your car, truck, RV, horse trailer, then give us a call, 602-508-0960. I'm Mark Salem. Sitting next to me is Renee Salem. We'll be at your service. We'll be back right after this. You have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Auto was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online. They're proud of their A-plus rating. They have ASC certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Auto offers a free cursory inspection, the same as some charge $49 for. They offer a two-year, 24,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have two Thunderbird Autos to choose from. One at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria, just west of the 101. And one at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise. That's just south of Grand Avenue. For more information, see ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Visit them at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria. And at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise, just south of Grand Avenue. ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. 
Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating, and they're also recommended by GarageFly. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. You've seen her on TV. You look around your church sometime. The older the fella, the higher their britches are. That can be painful. You know what I mean? You've seen her on the big screen. I, mean, I do have on two pairs of spanks. I put on one pair, I got a hole. I thought I had a tumor. You know what I mean? Now, here's your chance to see her live. There's no real ladylike way of describing this, is there? Shonda Pierce, the queen of clean comedy, is back with the Happily Laughter After Tour. Hi, this ain't Prettyville. We're going to tell you how it really is. Come see Shonda Pierce and special guest Karen Williams and the Happily Laughter After Tour. For details and ticket information, visit AwakeningEvents.com. You can walk a mile in my world. 960 The Patriot and TRB Insurance present Shonda Pierce Girls' Night Out, October 13th at Highlands Church in Scottsdale. Information and tickets at 960ThePatriot.com or call 800-965-9324. TRBinsurance.net. All things Medicare. Captain Eric Lawrence was training Afghan soldiers when his truck was hit by an IED. I was on the way from Kandahar to Klot. I uh, hit an IED that just took the truck and threw it up in the air and slammed it on the ground. I knew at first that I, I got hurt pretty bad because I couldn't move my legs. I sat home alone for months. I didn't want that anymore. I wanted to go back to work. I was hesitant at first, you know, because I didn't work for a good year. I want to be a productive person. I want to be a drain on society. I want to be a positive thing in society. PBA helped me write my resume, got me a job interview. I got the job. Helping veterans like Eric is what we've done for over 65 years. Paralyzed Veterans of America, paving access for veterans' employment through Operation PAVE. For more information, visit pva.org. A public service message from Paralyzed Veterans of America. Welcome back, everybody. 34 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. What are you pointing already for? Okay, I got that. That's how come it's out here in front of me. My goodness. <laughs> Automatic Transmission Exchange. Phil, who owns Automatic Transmission Exchange, has been a friend of mine for years. Phil's been in, in business, actually, since 1968. So this guy's come from the old transmissions that didn't have any electrical wires all the way up to the solenoid packs that have six in the harness that's the size of your thigh coming into them trannies. That's what it is. So Phil is a good guy. Automatic Transmission Exchange has been rebuilding transmissions since 1968. If you've ever driven by 40th Street in Washington on the north side of the road, you'll see ATE, Automatic Transmission Exchange. Phil's open on Saturdays for your convenience, so you'll, you can stop by anytime you want. 
Monday through Saturday, in the mornings on Saturday. And uh, Phil will drive your car and talk to you for free, just like all the rest of the transmission shops that are on our list. So if you want Automatic Transmission Exchange, 40th Street in Washington, stop by, talk to them, and they do that for free. Let's go to the phone. Suzanne, you're up next. How can we help you? Hi, Mark. I just wanted to call you to thank you. Um, last week I talked to you and about my F-150 Ford pickup that had about 100,000 miles on it. And I went to one place and they wanted a lot of money to replace my spark plugs. You told me to go to um, Air Park Auto Service in Scottsdale. And I went there and they fixed my truck and they charged me maybe half as much as the other place and they were really nice. Kevin there was really nice. So I, I wanted to that, thank you. That's wonderful. That That's wonderful. If I'm not mistaken, we're not naming names, and thank you for not doing that. But the first estimate was in the $1,300 range. Um, Is that no, right? It was, it was more than that. It was $1,900. Okay. And so at the end of the day, you saved 50% of the 1900 Well, um, actually, um, no, I, I did save that. That, that was 19 their estimate was $1,900, and then they were going to charge me some more for some other stuff, which I didn't end up needing. Okay, okay, all right. One way so or another, they were going to charge me all... for something I didn't need. Okay. That's, that's what it's all about, is when you get something, and, and see, women do this much better than men, Suzanne. Women listen to the, when the hair on their neck stands up, if they even admit to having a hair on their neck, but they, they, they just know better than men. Men know it all, and we're, we're all born with motor oil in our veins, and we know it all. But in fact, men are easier to rip off than women. If I wanted to rip off people, it's not sporty to do women. It's a real sport to do men. Well, because I got to give my think they... husband credit for this one because he told me to call you and he told me to get a second estimate. So my See, husband they're... was right. Yeah, no, good for him. Sometimes good for... they are. Yeah. I don't know. But <laughs> but in fact, what what happened is is you got this big list and I'm I'm pretty sure you had him put the list on the work order that that they had and probably some pricing next to it, which is absolutely perfect. Then you hold that close to your chest when you go to the second store. You don't need to tell them what they said or their pricing. You're just going to kind of hold it close to your chest. Then they agree or they don't agree, and their pricing is higher or lower than what you have um, in, in the piece of document or the document you have. So, Suzanne, thank you for calling. I'm, I'm happy to, to save you money. Kevin at uh, Air Park Auto has always been a guy that I get lots of compliments on. Um, of course, Nadine owns the place, but uh, Kevin's is, been there a very long time. Is and, Nadine uh, his and, wife? No, no. Nadine's husband was named Stacy. He died uh, a couple years ago of leukemia. Oh, okay. And, um, and Stacy, Stacy and Nadine were building the Air Park Auto in the early 90s, right about the time Renee and I were building um, Salem Boys down in South Tempe, and we became friends at that point. And okay. so when well, Stacy passed away, Nadine, her dilemma was, do I keep going, Mark, or do I sell it? And after lots of conversations, she made up her mind to keep it going. And I'm pretty proud of her because she knows a lot about cars, and she's really tough, and there's not too many technicians that are going to be able to BS her. Okay, so well, I really I, like sending people to her. I, I didn't meet her. I met Kevin's wife, and she was also very nice. So I'm going to give them all my business in the future. Well, thank you very much for that, Suzanne. Thank you very much. Okay. All right. for the help. That, that was a nice call. Thank you very much. 
That's a nice call, Hair Park Auto. Add a girl, add a boy for Kevin, add a girl for or for um, for uh, Nadine. Mm-hmm. Nevertheless, 602-508-0960. If you have a call or a question about a car, car repair problem or anything like that, then uh, give us a call. Renee and I spent the last couple of weeks looking for a trailer. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, one of our good friends had one for sale. And now we're negotiating the price. And uh, And actually, I'm embarrassed to tell you the truth. You are. Our friend said, he said 1500 And mm-hmm. I, my exact words to him was, that's a stupid number. Yeah. And he said to me, stupid high or stupid low? <laughs> <laughs> oh. And I said to him, stupid low, because a new trailer of that size, a 7 by 14 two-axle, mm-hmm. a new trailer of that size is 4700 mm-hmm. And he says, well, let me find out what I paid for it. And he says, and I'll get back with you. And I said, that's fine. I said, here's the deal. I want to buy the trailer from you. I want to remain your friend, mm-hmm. and you can sell it to me with no warranty. I don't care. I'm going to have it here at the ranch, but you can use it anytime you want. Yep, that's and I said, I'll, I'll take all care of all the maintenance. I'll take care of all the insurance. You can use it anytime you want because I trust him because he, he, keep he keeps his stuff pretty nice. He does. So anyway, so we, we spent two weeks for nothing when you could have just bought Jim's trailer from the very beginning. He told you that a long time ago. No, you he didn't. Just, this is another example of you not listening sometimes. <laughs> All righty, 602-508-0960, and when we get back, she'll be gone. We'll be right back. Hello, I'm Greg May, the proud owner of Phoenix Body Works. I started in 1982 and still love fixing mangled vehicles. I'm proud that for 32 years, my staff has been able to provide the finest collision repair service in the valley. Industry standards tell us how to fix your car, and we don't fudge that. Leave your worry and stress to us. It's what we do. When you have an accident, remember... The law states that you have the right to choose your collision repair shop. All our estimators and technicians are our car certified. We have all the necessary state-of-the-art equipment to fix your vehicle right. We welcome you to visit Phoenix Body Works anytime, even if you just need a bottle of water, a cup of coffee, a snack, or to use our Wi-Fi. Phoenix Body Works offers free shuttle service, or if you need a rental car, don't sweat it. Enterprise is right next door. At phxbodyworks.com, I will explain the entire collision repair process to you in two minutes. My name is Greg May, and I wrote this message. This is attorney William J. Wolf, host of Middle East Radio Forum, heard every Sunday at noon here on 960 The Patriot. This Sunday, historian Dr. Steve Carroll returns with his essential Dateline Middle East news analysis and commentary. Learn about the essential news from the Middle East. Dr. Carroll's presentation is not to be missed. Please spread the word about this very important show. That's Middle East Radio Forum, Sunday at noon on 960 The Patriot. It takes 12 years to create a graduate. It takes about the same time to create a dropout. The difference between a child becoming one or the other could be you. Studies prove that reading to a child regularly dramatically improves reading skills. And kids who read well by third grade are four times as likely to graduate. So United Way is calling for one million volunteers over the next three years. We're asking you to step up, make a pledge, tutor a child who needs help, mentor a kid who needs someone on their side, volunteer to read to children, make a difference. Because when a child advances, we all advance. Entire communities improve. The path to success or failure starts long before graduation day. And the difference between a graduate and a dropout could be you. Be a reader, tutor or mentor. Give, advocate, volunteer. Live United. 
Take the pledge. Go to liveunited.org now. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. Hi there. I'm here for my flu shot, and I heard there's an option for people 65 and older. There is, but you actually have to be 65. Very flattering. Thanks. I'm Judith Light. You know who I am, right? I just turned 65, and I know your immune system gets weaker with age, and I don't want to miss a day of work or risk spreading the flu to other people. I don't think we've met before, but what I do know is you can't be 65. Okay. What if I said I only have one life to live and I need protection against the flu? Nope. Nope. How about who's the boss of my health? I am. Huh. Flu season is here, and people 65 and older need to ask about the vaccine made specifically for their age. Flu vaccination is especially important for people with chronic conditions like diabetes and heart disease, which can worsen with the flu. I'm so sorry about that. I thought you were like 35. Don't apologize. Visit the National Council on Aging at ncoa.org flu to learn more and talk to your doctor about vaccine options for people 65 and older. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody. 44 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. We're going to be here till noon talking about car, car repair problems and all that kind of stuff. I want to tell you about Thompson's Auto Repair. Thompson's Auto Repair is the only shop in Mesa that uh, is part of our best car repair shops list for good reasons, because they're really very good. They've been in, in serving Mesa since 1970 or even before that. I think it's a second or third generation business. Brian and Thelma are exactly the kind of neighbors that you would want. Brian, of course, Brian and Thelma are married. Don't get me wrong, but Brian's exactly the kind of guy you hope your daughter brought home someday, and Thelma's the same way. They're just really nice people. They know right from wrong. They can work on your car, your truck, or your RV, but if they're not the best shop, they'll refer you to somebody else. So Thompson's Auto Repair is on Main Street, just east of Stapley on the south side of the road. Main Street, just east of Stapley on the south side of the road. So if you live in Mesa and you don't have a good garage, please allow me to suggest that you stop by and talk with Brian or Thelma at Thompson's Auto Repair, Stapley and Main, just east and on the south side of the road. All righty, let's go to Dan. And Dan, good morning to you. How can I help you this morning? Hola, Mark. Uh, my, Hola, qu- my question is on, uh, you know, getting new tires, and they want to rebuild the stems. Is that a good thing to get done? You know, the sensor. What they want to do, okay, what you're talking about is, is they want to replace the tire pressure monitoring system transmitters in each one of your four tires. How much do they want for that? Well, I didn't pay because uh, I got on their back for not quoting me that in the package when I called them. So they did it. They they did everything for nothing. Okay, um, that's a nice thing for them to do. It what they're what you're doing is you're playing the odds here. The odds are that I can replace all four sensors now, and um, hopefully everything will be fine. If I don't replace the sensors now, there's a slight tick uptick in the labor charges because I'll have to diagnose it, and then I'll have to take the tire apart, put the new sensor in, then I'll have to spin balance the tire again and put the tire back on. So there, it's risk and reward. How many t- how many miles were on your car when you got to this point? Oh, about forty, forty thousand on uh, the tires. Okay, so I'm going to change your question to this. Mark, would you change the sensors inside your tires if you had 40,000 miles on your truck? And my answer is no. H, no. 
<laughs> I would not change my tires because we're not we're seeing them going a lot longer than that. It was a nice thing for them to do them. Thank you. God bless them. Well, this is what but, I want to know. In reality, yeah. Well, I, well, I understand. Well, this is something new to me because I never had these sensors in any of my other cars. I just put new valve stems in. Now they want to do yeah. this. Now I have some background, some information to go on the next time. Okay. Yeah, it's it's really a it's a risk and reward, Renee. Yes. In our family, yes. we've got thirty some odd cars we're responsible for between all the kids and our neighbors and all that kind of stuff. When was the last time that somebody had a valve stem, a TPMS, Tire Pressure Monitoring System valve stem, or transmitter go bad? Uh, not, I can't even think of one. Okay, now I'm going to switch places. Our son owns mm-hmm. a business called a Performance, Salem Performance, right. and he does lots of tires and wheels. Now, he buys lots of stems because yes. he's putting different wheels and different tires on it. Right. But in reality, how often do you see one of his work orders for a TPMS issue? Oh, I don't know. Maybe a couple every few months. Okay, and I would would say the same thing. Probably one a month he's seeing. Mm -hmm. That's one out of perhaps hundreds of cars. Hundreds, like he says, (laughs) hundreds of cars, right? He scared me there, yes. I sounded like him for a minute, didn't I? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Hundreds of cars. What's the matter with you? What are you laughing like this for? It's silly. Okay. Anyway, so no, it's 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 an issue of I wouldn't have done it at forty thousand, but they did a nice thing, and so you have to give them you know, have to give them credit for that, because they responded appropriately mm-hmm. to your request on why didn't you bid that at the very beginning? So. Exactly, because they must have known that. Yeah, well, yeah, I, yeah, and, I wasn't, and, that's good. I'm glad they did, and I'm yeah. glad you gave me this information. Now I'm I'm more knowledgeable the next time. Okay. All righty. Well, good luck to you. Thank you very much for okay, calling. Okay. Thanks. You betcha. TPMS stems. That's what that call was all about. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. We already did our 40 break, didn't we? Mm-hmm. We already did it. So we're just going to talk to the top of the hour, aren't we? You are. Holy moly. <laughs> um, you know, uh, we were. T- I was thinking about... Oh, I know what is t- I needed to tell you. This is kind of a personal thing. Okay. I sent a resume to an attorney the other day on a legal case he wants to hire me. Okay. And he sent me an email, I guess last night, that says very impressive uh, resume. And 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 I write him back today. You need to know this. I write him back and I said, my wife has a master's degree in creative writing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mark. Now I hope he takes it like I meant it. But but uh, you know what do you say to something now like that? Now he probably doesn't know how to take. Care well, of it's you. okay. I don't care. Mm-hmm. The, the the idea is is that you need to know that that I said that just in case he said something because I lied to him twice. Number one, you don't have a master's degree, and number two, you don't have a master's degree in creative writing. Correct. So, but it was a nice compliment. Yes, um, it was. But but I think the thing with attorneys is is that one entry that where I was on the Supreme Court disciplinary committee. That could uh, be for it. lawyers, and yeah. I think that's the one that makes it a special resume. That's I think right. I spent 3.7 years there dealing with attorneys that that were accused of of mispropriety with with bad things, and um, I, I I can tell you stories after stories of good deals and bad deals that came in front of the committee, but it was it was you would have thought it was quite different than it actually turned out. Mm-hmm. Some of the accusations against some of the attorneys were astounding, astounding. And some of them came in, dealt with the issue, said they were sorry, this is how I fixed it, 
and we said, good job, see you later. And we didn't do anything. So it's nice. The, the committee itself is headed by a judge. Then there's a lawyer uh, member and a layperson member. And a, I represented the dumb layperson the member. Layperson. <laughs> and, I, and I'll tell you, I'm, I'm a good for storyteller, so there's no callers, right, uh, Gil? There's no callers? All right, I'm going to tell you a story. They called me up after I did the probate committee, and they said, we'd like to move you to this disciplinary committee. And I said, okay, fine, I'll take the, the, the appointment. So then they called back, and they said, what size robe do you wear? And I says, I'm not wearing no robe. And they said, no, you have to wear a robe. You're going to be sitting at the bench in the, in the court of appeals courtroom. You have to wear a robe. I said, I'm not wearing a robe. So I said, just count me out. Thank you very much for the offer. Count me out. So then they called me back, and they said, okay, we're going to allow the attorney member and the layperson member to wear a suit. And I said, I don't have a suit. <laughs> count me out again. And count me out again. And they said, you just told us that your mother had passed away. And I said, yeah. Well, what'd you wear to her funeral? I said, Levi's and a cowboy shirt. So then they called me back and they said, make us an offer. And I said, brand new Levi's pressed, brand new cowboy boots of one color that match my belt, and a long sleeve cowboy shirt with a bolo tie. And they said, no hat. And I said, no hat. Then they call back and they go, the, the cowboy shirt can't have a, any logos on it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it can only be two colors. And I said, deal. And that's how I, how I, I served in that committee for three, three, three and a half years was, was just sitting in Levi's. And so I became the member, the cowboy member. Oh, okay. And, uh, but they that, got you to dress better than I can. Well, <laughs> and that's true. And, and they asked me, what have you got against the robe? And I said, as a juvenile, I stood in front of that bench looking up at the guy with the robe. Both my parents have passed away. If th my parents saw me wearing a robe <laughs> in that environment, they would turn in their graves like pinwheels. Mm -hmm. So I, I, that's the reason why I thought. So that's the reason why you had to go out and buy brand new Levi's and have them pressed and starched so that I looked presentable. Yes. And they like my bolo ties. Good. All right. What's the name of the... Bob, good morning to you. How can I help you this morning? Hey, good morning, guys. Could you tell me the difference between toe and thrust adjustments and camber and caster adjustments? Oh, sure. Okay. Toe in and toe out is spelled T-O-E not T-O-W, but anyway, toe in and toe out is the front parts of the tires, how they're pigeon-toed or they're duck-walked. So it's the front of the front tires, how it's out and in. Under the best of conditions, and we talk about degrees here, which I cannot tell you how small the degree is, but we want those tires just in a degree maybe or so. We want them in rather than out. We don't want them to hunt for the straight-ahead position. So if we if we make them duck-walked, then sometimes the straight-ahead is on the left, sometimes the straight-ahead is on the right. Thrust is the rear tires need to push the front of the car straight down the road. But if the back end of the car is tilted one way or another, it pushes the nose to the left or the right. So that's what called thrust line is... So we put it on the alignment rack, and the computer draws a picture. It knows where the front tires are, and it knows where the back tires, and it draws a, a line from the center of the back. Now, if the line from the center of the back axle heads towards the driver or heads towards the passenger in the front seat, then you have a thrust problem, and that's adjustment that we just adjust the rear end. 
And that's true on both independent and solid axles? That's true on either an independent or solid axle. Okay. Yes. Yes, it is. All right. Most of the time... You explained it well. Go on. Okay. The thrust is not... Uh, an angle that we go after a lot. You, you're just not going to see a lot of cars. Now, body shops are different because they're having to put the car together after a crash, so they got to make sure that that rear end square. Uh-huh. Camber is the tilt of the top of the tires out and in. Okay, that's camber. Okay, it's the top. And okay. We, we want the camber to keep those tires pretty well straight up and down because we don't want to wear the outside edges of the tires or the inside edges of the tires. Now, casters, I'm going to I'm going to use an analogy that will make it easy. You know these big motorcycle choppers with the front wheel in front of them that's in the next zip code? Yeah, right. <laughs> okay. That's that's called lots of caster. So otherwise, the front tire from the center of the front tire to you is a 45 degree angle, okay? Now, a unicycle has no cam- caster caster. It has no caster because you're sitting directly above the center line of the tire. So a unicycle, when it makes a right turn, what part of the tire touches the ground at the beginning of the right turn and of the end of the right turn? What part of the tire is touching the ground on a unicycle? It's the center, always. Yeah, the bottom of the center, right? Bingo. Bingo. However, if I put two degrees of caster into that where I take the top ball joint and move it back just a smidgeroni, then I'm going to lay that tire over on its right side in an exaggerated form when you make a right turn. That's exactly why Fords wear the outside edge of the tire a little bit more than the rest because they have a little bit more caster. Uh. Now, caster is put in the vehicle. Now, when you turn right in your vehicle, let me ask you a question. So you take your hand, and you, you're going to turn right. You're going to make a 90-degree turn to the right. You turn to the right. If you let go of the steering wheel after you straighten up, what does the steering wheel do? It should come back to the center line. Bingo. That's called return to center. So the more caster you have, the nicer it turns to center. So you make your turn. You let go of the steering wheel. You're not supposed to let go of the steering wheel. So you let it slide through your fists. The thing returns to center. If you have no caster... It ain't returning to center. So that's why we do that. Now, Wait a minute. No caster, it doesn't return to center? If With no caster, it doesn't return? Yeah, it with no caster, it doesn't return to center. Okay, okay. With yeah. no caster. So you want between 2 and 5 degrees, depending on most cars and trucks. We're going to ah, dial in 2 to 5 degrees. I see. So that's ah. 2 to 5 degrees positive caster, okay? Now, last but not least... When we, when we talk about this alignment stuff, when you wear the outside edge of the tires, you should wear both of them evenly, but that is not enough to, to sell your client anything. But oftentimes the bad guys will say, oh, look at that outside edge wear. We need to do something. Then when they get you apart, they're going to sell you the world. The problem is, is if your car's got three or four degrees of caster in it, it's going to wear those outside edges a little bit. As long as they're evenly worn, there is no foul. There is no fix needed. There is no money that needs to be spent if both outside edges are worn evenly. However, if one side's aggravated more than the other, then that's a camber problem, and we need to go fix that. I've run out of time. 
We'll be back for another hour of this in about 10 seconds. So if you'd like to join us, 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. My name is Mark Salem. Renee's sitting here next to me. We'll be back in about three and a half minutes. To take care of your questions. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.